and welcome to another episode of the BC Real Estate Podcast. It's me, Ricky J, in the office today with the one and only again, Jeff Chatta. How's it going, Jeff? It's all right. It's great. It's going. It's going. You know, another uh, weekend. It's Mother's Day. That's right. Happy Good Mother's day. day to all the mothers out there. Happy <laughs> Mother's Day. That's why I was late. Sorry. You know, that little family thing going on. Uh huh. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's my excuse. Right? Yeah, it's three o'clock. Rick. We were supposed to be done by what? Three uh, thirty. Sorry, sorry. Right, yeah, okay. <laughs> just I'll take the just as long as, you know, everyone at home knows what happened here, right? <laughs> and I always get blamed for everything anyway here, so it's okay. Um, and also, guys, like we always say, if you're thinking about moving around in Surrey, all over British Columbia, especially in the lower mainland, don't forget to give us a call. The number will be down below. And diving right into this episode, this episode, we actually came up with the idea for this episode um, especially me. Well, yeah, let's not, let's not, <laughs> let's call a spade a spade here, Rick. You, you're okay. like, you know, we got to do an episode of this. We have to, we have to. And I'm like, fine, let's do it. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Um, no, the reason behind this episode was just due to the fact that, you know, me especially, I've heard over and over again from so many people out there about having a bad experience dealing with a realtor. Uh, not a certain realtor, but just realtors in general, certain realtors or whatever the case may be. But, you know, this was happening over and over again. And I was just like, okay, you know what? This video, we need to make a video for everyone out there that basically kind of goes through the process about preparing your home for for sale by owner. That's what the video is today. And, and you know what? That That's it's ironic topic because I'm a realtor going to be telling you how to sell your home if you want to sell it by yourself. Right yeah. now, now uh, some people in the office are like, well, why are you, why, why are you telling people how to sell their property on their own? Well, it's gonna happen, Rick. Of course. Right, and and it's a harsh reality that people sometimes feel that they don't want a realtor, don't need a realtor. So we'll get into all those things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are the pros and cons. So what we did, this being our eighth episode, we came up with. Eight reasons for and eight reasons for not. That's right. There right? might be some flack for this episode, but it's okay. <laughs> you know? No, we no, no. We'll, good we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll be good. I mean, you know, like we always do, right? That's so, right. Um, and, and this is strictly our opinion. Uh, once again, I'm going to throw the disclaimer out there. You know, mm-hmm. this is not a, in law. It's not in writing anywhere. This is our opinion. That's right. Right. So we want to make that very, very, very clear. <laughs> right. Yes. So let's jump right yes. into it. That's right. Right. Um, <clears throat> Preparation is key. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and, and and like I said, time time. I'm gonna be looking on my screen here, but there's so much to to do about this. So I made quick notes so I make sure we don't forget. But it is a very very important thing whether you're using a realtor or not. Right. Mm-hmm. Selling a property, it, and we've said this before. It's not like you know you're selling shoes. It's not like even selling a car. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, it's, it's one of the biggest investments someone makes. Yes, that's right. right. So um, preparing actually, preparing yourself for the sale mm-hmm. is very, very important. Just just yourself, not the property, yourself. Because that, when you sell it for sale by owner, you yourself become the salesman, right? Yeah, so you're going to take all that stress um, of the selling the property that a salesman goes through on your own. So that's a very, very um, key thing. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, if you've been living in the property for a long time or not, who knows the property better than yourself? Exactly, yeah. Right? You know, you might feel 
that you know you know everything about the property so you would be the best salesman for it right so if that's the case then you know prepare yourself for it um, this also involves you know conducting evaluations of the property which we're gonna go through right now right but it's really preparing the mindset of everything that um, you will go through right mm -hmm. so it's not just the actual you know putting a sign up saying for sale by owner it's actually the emotional stress that um, uh, selling your own property can put you through yeah, right? would you recommend that some people well not even recommend would you say that some people would would you recommend maybe getting another phone number because of all the time waster people out there which there are well well you know what we're gonna get to that point you know? one of my points oh, oh, here, okay, but, okay. But yeah yeah i mean that, that is actually one of the points <laughs> okay, uh, okay. of preparing the property which actually segues right to the next point okay is after you prepare yourself now you prepare the property okay right <laughs> so when you're preparing the property um what i would say to do is, is this is kind of common sense rick but you know some people kind of, <laughs> you know, just don't catch up on it. It's, it's actually having the house nice and clean, having the yard clean, curve appeal, right? Yeah. It, you know, it, a picture say a picture says a thousand words, mm -hmm. right? So you can be the best uh, copywriter, and you can give a nice long spiel and the description of how your home looks, but if you give a bad photo or a picture of it, well, you know what? That buyer who might have bought your home. I not buy it. And we've talked about this in another video before, yeah, right? Yeah. Roughly about how the uh, home condition can affect a buyer's mind frame, yeah. right? So that's all going to, and a lot of these points that we've talked about are going to, we're covered probably and will be covered in other videos in some way or another. Of course, of right? course. Lots of videos. So uh, preparing the property uh, for sale also is setting up a schedule for showings. Mm -hmm. Right when you prepare the property for sale, you're gonna have buyers coming by. Um, you would need to make yourself free, making sure that the property is free to show. Even you might have tenants there, so you wanna uh, organize um, with your tenants, organize with everybody else in the house. Right, uh, showings are happening this time, showings at that time. You know, just overall preparing the your property and the showing schedule is very very important. Mm -hmm. um, what next I would say would be uh, the evaluate property evaluation. Now that, that's probably one of the biggest things here when selling the home by yourself is, well, what do we price it at? Right yeah. now you're not hiring an agent. You didn't really hire anybody else. So how are you getting your valuation of property? How does a for sale by owner evaluate their property? Well, you could actually go out and hire an independent appraiser. Yeah. Right. Um, make sure they're reputable. Of course. Right? Um, there's a cost associated to that. Mm -hmm. Right? But that's one of the probably the easiest ways. <laughs> Another way uh, would a lot of realtors would hate is you go and ask a realtor to do it. Yeah, you know, a realtor making a market evaluation for you. Realtors will hate it. Let's, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Do these things happen? Of course they do. Do us realtors hate it when you call us over and you do we do the work for you, the evaluation for you, and then you don't do the listing through us, you do it yourself? Of course we hate it, <laughs> right? I mean, but this is not about one particular or any particular realtors. This is you as the homeowner, what do you do to get an evaluation so could you do that yes you definitely could should you do it i don't recommend it because you know you don't ever want to create negative energy in your home and you don't want you know you don't want to have realtors come to your home and 
give you evaluations and you don't use them and it, it just creates negativity and who knows maybe that realtor who you showed the home to and you, you kind of stiffed them might have been the agent that was gonna have a buyer for you right never you, you never know never right know. Uh, so uh, uh, obtaining an, uh, uh, an independent appraiser would probably be very very good to do um, now the number one reason why a lot of homes don't sell especially for sale by owners, is the inexperience and actually inaccurate pricing. Sometimes they price it way too high, and that's one of the one of the reasons why the home does not sell. So pricing is a huge, huge, huge factor um, when it comes to selling your home by yourself. And then you can ruin it in the future as well if it's on the market too long. Right? Well, that's another thing, <laughs> yeah. right? And and it, it, if it just stays stagnant with the for sale by owner sign up front of your house, then uh, it just doesn't look good. Yeah, of right. Um, now, you know, obviously when you set it too high, you're going to take away some buyers. You set it too low, are you getting the right buyers, right? So time management is a very, very big thing here. Other factors that you should consider when you're evaluating your home for pricing is, is the features. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what features does your home have compared to uh, John's down the street? Or, you know, does um, uh, the Suki have uh, a waterfall feature in their home, for instance? that uh, they put in a year ago that you might not know about. Maybe your guys' are homes are very, very similar. Mm -hmm. And now you're wondering why their home sold for like 1.5. And yeah. you're thinking your home should be the same, but you're not getting any action, right? So understanding the features of your home and understanding the market too, mm -hmm. right? Also plays a big deal on evaluating what the price of your property should be, right? Um, so overall, the condition of your home it's very, very big. Now, the next thing here that I would jump onto would be one of the videos that we had with good old Steve. Yeah, that's right. Home right? inspection. Home inspection. Shout out to Steve. Right. Emotional inspection. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, as a seller, you can do a home inspection prior to your home being on the market for sale by owner. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's good to know what the flaws are of your home. You know, is there a major uh, roof damage, foundation, electrical? You know, is there some hazards that you should be aware of, right? Mm -hmm. So go out and get uh, a home inspector to inspect the home. Now, you, do you need to have a home inspector? No, you don't. You can do it yourself, but there's a reason why professionals are professionals, right? So having the home inspector before and fixing these minor little things could greatly, greatly increase the chances of your property selling by okay. your own. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very simple, Rick. I mean, spending a few hundred dollars here could actually make you a few thousand dollars. Yeah, it can go a long way. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, time is of the essence. And if it saves someone time from doing it, you know, it's like the whole Ikea thing, right? You, you go to Ikea and you go buy a table and you have to put it together yourself. Or you can go get one, you know, made, <laughs> pre -made. and pre-made for you, but it costs a little bit more. Yeah. Right? So people will pay, uh, generally, I should say, actually will pay for the work being done, mm -hmm. right? Um, but when it comes to interior design and what palette you should choose, I'm not an interior designer. We probably have an interior designer on one of our shows that will go through these things mm -hmm. uh, and we'll give you their number so you can contact them. But that is not for today. Now, Rick, this comes to the next point, but we were talking about this and you said to me about timing. Yes. Right? Timing um, you know, timing of when to sell, right? So that rolls into my, my, my fifth point here is you have to be realistic on 
your whole sales technique, right? Um, in, in terms of from start to finish, let's just assume and let's be optimistic here that we have a buyer, mm -hmm. right? And the buyer wants to buy the property, everything's going good. But we have to also be realistic in terms of when we want to move out of the property. Or not we, as, but the homeowner wants to move out of the property. When yep. do they expect possession to happen, right? Because that buyer's gonna have a time frame too, right? So typically, it's generally understood in the industry about a two to three month. In a fast market, slow market, those can be adjusted. But you're gonna, as a for sale by owner, these are some of the things that you'd want to take into deep consideration mm -hmm. prior to you putting it on the market. Yeah. Right. I mean, you might come across a scenario where you have a buyer, but they want a late completion. Maybe they want a six month completion. So is that something are you able? Maybe they came with a hundred thousand more than the buyer who wanted a two month completion. Yeah. Even though that hundred thousand is a great number. Is it real for you? Like, do you need to be into your new place? By a certain time, do you need the money from this sale to to accommodate the next sale? Right, mm -hmm. you know, th there's all these factors that come into play here that you really need to consider prior to putting your home on the market, right? Because once you're in them, once you're already on, and once you have buyers coming through that door, it might be too late to now consider it then, because now you're going to be dealing with offers left, right, center, hopefully, right, and negotiating possession dates could be the huge turnoff. You're dealing with, you know, a direct buyer or a buyer's agent, and you're dealing with emotions, right? So you want to be very careful about that. Um, and now those the, emotions will get you sometimes. <laughs> well, stress becomes a, a really big factor, huge. right? And yeah. possession dates is a huge, especially when you have kids, oh, right? They might need school time. Let's say you don't have any kids, all your kids are growing up and they're in college, mm -hmm. so you don't care about dates. But the buyer might say that we need to be in this property before school starts, or a kid can be in there. So yeah. these are all factors that you want to consider as well. Now, Rick, the next point six here is something that you love is the social media slash advertising of the property. Right now, we got into the whole YouTube channel world, uh, not by accident, but by Ricky hounding me and saying, <laughs> you know, Jeff, what the hell is wrong with you? You have content, you know how to talk, get the hell on there. It took and us four like, years to do this, guys. It's, it's, been, it's been a little while. It's been, it's been, it's been a while. So, <laughs> but we did um, it. <laughs> we're doing, I, I'm starting to love it now, right? <laughs> Before, it was just like, you know, it was crazy, but luckily we, we built our team big enough where we can actually do this. So, yes. getting right into the next point, which is point six, yep. is advertising and social media as a for sale by uh, for sale by owner, um, you really need to access every tool out there at your disposal, uh, especially the free ones, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, TikTok <laughs> right? TikTok, uh, Snapchat, popular. right? And, and you know, uh, I'm feeling old because I, I mean, if there's some new ones that I don't know about, right, then, you know, utilize them, <laughs> right? I mean, Craigslist is always there. That's more of an older one now, but uh, too many time wasters. You know what? <laughs> we're going to get into that part too. But <laughs> yeah. you know, um, Craigslist is another form of advertising. Now, then you have your paid. You can go on Facebook and do paid advertising. You know, Instagram and do paid newspapers. Is it, does it still happen? Yeah, it does right. But 
is it as popular as it was before? I would say for more for certain age groups. Yeah, That's yeah, d- definitely, definitely, uh, different age groups. You know, in, in today's world right now, uh, we're in the technology era, right? So you can pull up your newspaper online, right? So you can still advertise as a newspaper, but mm. does it have the real strength that maybe a targeted ad in Facebook or yeah. social media aspect would have, of right? Course. So that's one thing. Now, you, you have companies out there that specialize in for sale by owner, um, with for sale by owner websites. Now, the, the problem with that is you're still doing 90% of the marketing on your own, right? They might provide you with a nice yellow sign or they might provide you with a, just a... a, a um, an internet page, but you're still gonna have to promote it and do everything yourself. So if you're not an expert on marketing or getting out there, maybe you're not doing your property justice. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Um, another thing is, is another free way to get advertising is when you're gonna do your showings, you know, I, I know we just talked about print advertising right now in newspapers, not might not be the strong, but your own neighborhood itself more often than not will have a potential buyer because you might have a neighbor who has family, right? You might have, like, we just listed a property. Um, uh, it's coming to the market Monday. I'm not going to plug the address, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we, put, we just put a post up. And our sign wasn't even on there yet. Just mm-hmm. a post, right? And the owner was saying that, Jeff, we had four neighbors come by and uh, ask us about the property and uh, information about the property. And they had people, and he was like, Jeff, well, what should I do? I'm like, well, you should direct them to me first off, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah. you gotta be careful. And we're gonna get to that next point here um, about that. Let me just see if that's in my points here. Oh no, that's in the other points. But we're gonna get into the points of being careful how to deal with some of the buyers. You might have buyers coming to you from your advertising. You know, you have to know what to say to them, right? Um, a lot of them are, are professionals on how to negotiate. Are you? Right? You really got to take that into consideration here. Yeah. Right? Now, let's talk about the actual showing of the property. You know, we, we did all the steps before. We, we prepared ourselves. We're mentally ready. Mm-hmm. We got the property all looking spick and span, all nice. You know, we got those cookies in the oven type of thing. We got the nice aroma. Um, <laughs> we sh- advertise it out there now we got buyers coming so the welcoming itself first impressions mean a lot oh yeah i mean everything almost almost so, everything. so <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised right yeah. um so the welcoming itself is a huge factor mm-hmm. right you know me myself if i walked in someone's home and they were like oh yeah well yeah here well feel free to go inside it's not so positive i believe in positive energy Right, so if someone just it's very dull in the very beginning and the entrance of the home, it might set the mood, right? So be very careful about set that. Set the mood, <laughs> you know, it, it, you'd be surprised. And in, 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 I've been doing this a long time, and mood setting is a very big factor, yeah. Right, I mean, there's many different people, many different people in this world, many people have different points of views and how they feel about things, of right? Course. Um, but energy is a big thing. Right, and and if you get turned off, like for instance, Rick, I hate yam fries. <laughs> really? I hate yam. I can't. I can't stand it. Yeah. I, I, you know, and it was because a long time ago I, I went out and I ordered them, and maybe they were just really bad with the place I ate it. 
but it gave me a stomach ache and now that just set me off completely i will no longer eat it period That's right amazing. so that one <laughs> aspect set me off i just i just won't do it right so uh creating i know that's food and real estate but it, creating a setting creating a point yeah, yeah. The, the point i'm trying to make here is is first impression means a lot right that was the first time i had those jam fries and never have again <laughs> of course right yeah. so um now when you have the buyer inside your home what do you do right they're yeah. gonna have questions right so more importantly when they when they're inside your home is when they're leaving right now they ask a question some sellers might get a little bit nervous on asking them and they might say well i'll get back to you on that mm-hmm. or i'll call you later or i'll email you you have them there right now they're asking the question answer the question yeah, give an answer right you know if you let them walk away they might who knows might see another property on the way they might think that you uh, orchestrated an answer because you had no had no idea right now we went back to our first point that no one knows the property better than you and if they ask a question and you don't know it well the whole thing went out the window didn't it yeah, was the credibility right yeah <laughs> right. right so if they have a question try your best to answer it mm-hmm. right by by leaving too much time right allows for the variables to come and play um make sure you put away your valuables right oh yeah you're doing showings you don't know who's in your home has that happened to you ever? Not even just you. Have you heard of any stories well, about somebody yeah, getting yeah. hit this, up this, while this, the well, showing's this, going well, up? So this happened seven years ago. I was doing a showing, and this was actually it, it was actually a normal realtor showing. So it wasn't for sale by owner. Okay, yeah. So we went inside, and it was my buyers mm-hmm. walked inside the home. The buyer's age, the seller's agent wasn't there conveniently. Um, <laughs> went into the home, and we were the first showing that day. I think that realtor had about eight or nine showings. He told me. Mm-hmm. And went inside, walked around the homes. I usually let my buyers walk, you know, to the rooms themselves. I don't just peer over the shoulder all the time yeah. while I'm looking at other rooms. Mm-hmm. Went into this one room, saw what looked like a mountain of jewelry. Had to be about at least three to four thousand in cash sitting on the table. Oh wow! Right. <laughs> yeah. um, and it looked like some, you know, very important legal documents. Now, I don't know what the person did. It mm-hmm. could have been a lawyer. It could have been anything. I don't know, mm-hmm. right? But it just looked like some important legal documents. Three to 4000 in cash, jewelry laying there. And I called the agent up. I'm like, are, you know, are, are you giving cash away with the home? <laughs> like, you know, what, you, you, you're going to get in trouble for this. If someone steals money or takes it, how can you control this? You should be here for the showing. Mm-hmm. Or at least you should have told your sellers to put this stuff away. Of now, course. being responsible, I called the agent because I didn't want something to go missing from maybe, you know, I'm not saying the agents would do this, yeah. but maybe another buyer. We don't know all the buyers coming to the door. Yeah. So maybe one of the buyers walked in and took a thousand. Yeah. How, how, how do we know? We can't judge it. I don't want that blame coming onto me. Right? Of course. Yeah, so, of course. you know, that agent at that time should have prepared the seller or that seller themselves should have kind of you know realized hey maybe i shouldn't leave jewelry or money lying around yeah that shocks me that's it, <laughs> it, you, it, that's it, valuable right you, you, yeah it's crazy mm. can't believe they overlooked that fact well but. now the next thing here is that the seller or the uh, well the seller right they make it anxious you know, they see a buyer and, you know, the buyer's on that cusp and, you know, the seller is, you know, like, well, what do I do? I think that buyer's ready to buy. 
and they might make a mistake by rushing the buyer to make a decision, right? Like really pressuring them, which can actually turn the buyer off, right? And, and it's no fault to the seller because they're, they're very um, passionate about the sale of their home, right? So they want to make sure that they explain every feature in, in every detail and say, hey, okay, well, don't leave. We got this and don't leave. We got that. Or you know what? You need the railing fix. We'll do this. And you need that. We'll do this. Mm -hmm. You know, some buyers might get turned off by that, right? So don't don't pressure or hurry the buyer too much. You know, let, let, it's a big decision for them as it is for you being the seller. It's also a big decision for the buyer. Of course. Right? So let Absolutely. them come to their um, decision, mm -hmm. right? Um, Another thing is, it, we talked about the the, uh, the mood of the home. Setting the you mood. You know, setting the mood. You know, we're not trying to do a romantic date <laughs> yeah, here no. or anything, right? So oh. I don't blame you. I mean, if I wasn't me, I would want me to go on a date too. But, but we'll talk about a different topic. But what oh. I'm saying here, <laughs> my wife might not like that. But what I'm saying here is prepare the home properly. Yeah. Right? You know, if you have a gorgeous backyard and you have a window that highlights the backyard, then open the damn blinds and <laughs> let people see it. Right? You know, you want to create that mood. You know, put the lights on. How much money are you going to save on electricity on, you know, on an hour that you couldn't turn on the lights? Maybe right? you get a scented candle in there. Well, you yeah, know, and you know what? You, but you, but you, but you know what? You got to be careful with the scented candle, <laughs> right? Because you don't want to overpower it. What if there's a bad smell in that? Well, then you should prepare your home accordingly, <laughs> right? But yeah. no, but you know what? We've been in homes before, yeah. Rick, that they put too, too much candles or, or the scents and it just overpowered it completely <laughs> and but yeah number two That's some people are actually allergic oh yeah actually, right I didn't even so that. you, you got to be careful of that and we're not going to get into the legals or the uh, liabilities of you know inviting someone to your home and something happens yeah yeah but that is actual an actual thing that i've heard happen uh in case studies right that uh person came into the home something happened now who's at fault? Yeah, because you invited them, mm -hmm. but you know, did, did they invite an infection? Did they invite an allergy attack? Right. So you want to be careful about overpowering it. You know, Makes you want sense. to create a subtle environment, right? A welcoming environment. Um, <laughs> no, exactly. Right. You want to create a welcoming environment, right? Um, so fireplace on, lights on, declutter as much as possible. Um, you also want to um, have information ready. So realtors have feature sheets. Yes, feature sheets. Right? So even though you're going for sale by owner, you should still have some kind of feature sheet, something to give out to people while they're walking or looking in the home. You don't want to just follow them around like a lost little puppy yeah. because the buyers won't feel comfortable with you. It's like you're going to a store. You don't want the guy. Sometimes no, exactly. you just you want, want to look, you want look around. You. You're like, just look right? <laughs> right? So um, the other thing here is uh, encourage buyers to give you feedback. You know, you had a buyer come through and maybe while they're leaving, ask them what they thought about the property. Maybe send them an email, follow-ups, right? And, and encourage follow, uh, encourage feedback, right? Mm -hmm. um, now, the last thing here for, because you're keeping eight to eight, right? So the last point here is, well, you got the buyer, yourself is ready. What's next? Yep. It's the contract, right? You got to prepare the actual contract and purchase sale. Now, we're just gonna assume for this conversation that there is no buyer's agent, Okay. right? So, just a buyer, just a seller, you need a contract, you can't, you know, it's not a handshake deal anymore, yeah. we need actual paperwork, <laughs> it's right? It's a medieval deal. <laughs> so, who's gonna prepare the contract? Where yeah. is the contract coming from? Is a buyer gonna get their own contract? Seller, are you preparing a contract? 
you can hire a lawyer to draw up a contract. You probably get a notary, maybe even two. That's what I was. Um, you might be able to find templates online, right? There are some real estate companies out there that provide you with services like that. So you can draft your own contract. Well, there are templates. Okay. Right. But you'd have to get it notarized then after or something. Well, as long as it's it's a standard template contract that has basic things in it, like you're still gonna have a lawyer. And the pro- or a notary to, yeah. to do go through everything at the end, okay. right? But you, you still gonna need a contract to purchase a sale. The, most importantly are, are the terms. You, you can't just get a piece of paper saying me buyer wants to buy your property, you sell it or sign here. Yeah, there's exactly. a lot more that goes into yeah, especially it. Especially with this, property sale. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why lawyers get paid a lot of money. Of course. Right? Um, so you want to get you want to get organized. It's, it's like a business. You need to get organized. Mm-hmm. Figure out where the contract's coming from. Figure out your dates. Figure out, you know, if there is going to be inspections, you know, what's how the dates can look like that. If if their um, mortgages need to be um, handled with financing clauses, figure all that part out. Appraisal times. Um, you also want to figure out uh, the lawyer, right? Who your lawyer is or notaries to to do the conveyancing of the file, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of steps involved in the after the buyers even decided to purchase your home, right? There are events that then the the deal falls apart as well. So you need to ha- know how to handle what happens if the subjects don't get removed, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure most of the f- our l- listeners out there know what subjects are, but subjects are basic terms to complete the sale, mm-hmm. right? And you they have many of them. You'll have subject of financing, subject to inspection, subject to lawyer approval. Uh, if you're selling a home by yourself, I might recommend subject to a seller clause, a subject to a lawyer clause, right? Because you might not know everything. You, you don't know what all the conditions and clauses are, so you might want to protect yourself too, right? So there's many subjects that can go into it. I've even seen some uh, subjects as subject to the buyer's sister's approval, <laughs> right? And, you know, it, 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 it happens, Yeah, yeah. right? Then you got to worry about, you know, people coming out there and, and dealing with uh, professional buyers is what I call them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that know how to handle you, right? The, what they'll do is they, they might tie up your property. Oh, so yeah. you got to be careful about that, right? Um, so, I mean, selling your home on your own, it's very doable, right? This is a quick, quick eight-point guide of roughly how to do it. I mean, we can go into many, many, many steps mm-hmm. of how to... <laughs> sell your home by yourself there's a lot to it there's there's, so yeah there, there's, there's, there's i mean these eight points are I, i've broken this down in a quick summary yeah i'm really trying to dumb it down for everybody you know make it pretty basic but, but there's so much info. now yeah. let's talk about eight reasons why you shouldn't mm-hmm. especially during covid times well you know right? what rick you know what you, you brought up covid uh, yeah. i'm glad you brought that up because Everything we just talked about in in today's market today is what day is today? May the 9th, two thousand Mother's Day. Twenty <laughs> oh, Mother's Day. Right, yeah, once again, I'm late because of Rick. So, um, the you know, COVID time it, it, it's it's current, right? So when you're selling your property today by yourself, you know, you, you want to make sure that you ask the appropriate questions to the potential buyers about COVID. You know, have they traveled outside the country? Um, all those kind of questions. When they come at your home, gloves, masks. Uh, try to try not to have kids or pets even come into the home. You really want to limit it. 
you don't you really don't want more than maybe two or three people in the home. Some right? people come with a crew. Well, that's what like, I was going to get to. You know, know, they have like six, seven, eight people, and we're not allowed to have more <laughs> than X amount, right? But you know, you really want to bring it down to whoever the main decision makers are. Now, oftentimes I'll have people saying, well, I really want my kids to see it. I really mm. Well, you're not saying no to them, mm. right? But maybe have the, the main decision makers first. And if the child is a very big influence on the property, have them come too, but maybe follow one of the adults mm. there. Or, you know, if they're an adult themselves, come, you know, the parents go first or the adults go first and then they go second. You don't want too much people in the home because you also have to disinfect your home for the next potential buyers, right? Mm -hmm. So selling your home during COVID time is very important, right? Um, now, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You, I would recommend a lot of sanitizer, but <laughs> uh, um, with with our current pandemic, uh, I can't say because realtors are considered essential workers, right? Can I say selling your home by yourself, inviting people to your home without having an agent there, could that violate some terms of BC law type of thing? I don't know, mm -hmm. right? I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not gonna touch on that. I don't know, right? So I would say find out about that before you start inviting people to your home to view your property, right? Okay. Uh, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not gonna comment on that. Of course. <laughs> uh, but to get to the next point here, uh, eight reasons to choose a realtor over selling it yourself. Uh, this one, it's, it's, it's a really interesting one that I'm just gonna say right now. Mm -hmm. um, realtors may choose not to view your home. Right? There's many mm -hmm. reasons why not, but some realtors will say, you know, my, not even show your property. Regardless of the fact they may not even found it because it's it's not on any kind of advertising tool, it's not on the MLS system, yeah. right? So they drove by some. They may not even want to deal with the seller, yeah. right? Um, sometimes, oftentimes, that uh, why people have for sale by owner is they might have bad experiences with realtors, which they thought they can do themselves, or they want to save their fees and commissions. So buyer's agent might not even bother saying, well, you know what? Maybe that real or that home owner is not going to pay enough. Right, and these are real things here, people. Right, as sh should a realtor be looking out for the interest of their own pocket over the client? Of course not. Right, but yeah. does it happen? Of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not saying it, it should happen. I'm just saying does it? Right, mm -hmm. and I agree, it should not happen, but it does. We live in a real world here. That's right? right, just like how the for sale by owner shouldn't contact a realtor to do an appraisal of a property and then go do it himself. Same thing, right? Yeah. You know, that realtor might not show the property because they feel they're not getting paid mm -hmm. enough. So they might not even want to show it, right? No, it's true. too much work, too much liability involved, right? Exactly. So they might not even want to deal with uh, what a uh, buyer's agent might consider an uh, unreasonable seller. Mm -hmm. uh, another reason to hire an agent is an agent will avoid emotional sales, right? There's no emotion in it for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, Regardless, they should be happy that they're selling the thing, but but there's no emotional, sentimental attachment. When we go to a listing, a list of property, you know, I'll tell my clients that I understand that you raised your kids here for 25 years. It's, it's beautiful. I get that. The buyer just doesn't bloody care. We can't sell your sentiments. You yeah. need to give them the opportunity to have their own memories put into this place. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So uh, hiring a realtor can really help. Of uh, to avoid any kind of emotional attachments there are, 
right? I mean, you can always express to, express to your agent that, well, we love the property for this reason, we loved it for that reason, and it can go and assist the agent and his sales process for advertising purposes. That, you know, this tree here, they had that swing there for, you know, for 15 years and they raised that, it'd be a great place to, you know, these are little kind of tricks yeah. that we can help, mm -hmm. right? But we avoid the pitfalls and are less likely to make a mistake based on emotion, um, emotional decisions. decisions. Yeah. Um, and sometimes as a homeowner, it's quite hard to hear negative, criti <clears throat> negative criticism. So you're selling your home by yourself, the buyer never asked you about feedback before, right? But some buyer, some sellers might not be able to bear hearing the negatives. I, I remember I was listing a home and I told the, uh, the seller about my evaluation, this is what I think, and they're like, oh no, 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 our home has this, and I'm like, I'm your agent and I'm giving you criticism and you can't handle it, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. What do you think a buyer's agent's gonna do, right? So you know, just that right there, just my interaction with my own seller, they couldn't handle it. You know, imagine if it was a buyer, right? So personality traits really come into factor here. You know, the buyer might not be trying to insult you, mm, but the truth just, hurts sometimes. It, it does, <laughs> you know. And, and you know, if you're dealing, if the seller is dealing with um, an agent, a professional agent themselves, mm -hmm. they might not be able to handle the negative criticism, right? And which may result in the property not, not being sold, right? Because yeah. they now have, well, I hate that person. Yeah, exactly. Not right person. now, personally, I don't care if you hate them. You're not going to be living with them. Just sell them the goddamn property if the price <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right? yeah, but you know, you you'd be surprised, right? Um, now, when you're hiring a realtor, there are part-time realtors out there, right? And mm -hmm. there are full-time realtors out there. Part-time agents might have another job. Uh, full-time, like myself. Yep. This is all we do, mm -hmm. right? Now, I'm not saying hiring a part-time is, is is worse than all that kind of stuff. An agent is an agent is an agent, right? Um, the fiduciary but, dude. But, well, you know what, <laughs> it, it gets to a point. It's like yeah. me personally, I tell my clients, when you're dealing with me, this is all I'm doing. I'm not worrying about, you know, uh, a delivery at my other job. I'm not worried about deadlines at my other job. I'm mm -hmm. worried and focused on your property. This is what I do. Yeah. We have our slogan here in our shirt, eat, sleep, real estate. This is what we do, <laughs> right? And it was a nice plug there. But it, <laughs> this is what we do. That's right. Right? So w we're mentally ready for the stress of taking on the listing. Right? We know everything that comes with it. You mm -hmm. know, in the morning we wake up, okay, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this. We know what we're doing. Right? That's right. So the we have dedicated time to that this is our job. We're not worried about the deadlines in another job. You know, Let's say you, for sale by owner, mm -hmm. you have uh, another job and you have a, a very important uh, meeting happening tomorrow, but now a, a buyer wants to see your home tonight. Are, are you ready to have the home cleaned up, ready to answer all the questions, and still prepare for your deadline tomorrow for your job? Mm -hmm. Maybe not, right? Uh, oftentimes, a lot of for sale by owners get frustrated and they end up not selling the home. And then what happens is you get a shark buyer that comes along and knows a home's been for sale by owner a lot of times mm -hmm. and just lowball the hell out of you, right? Because they think that the seller is emotionally unstable and doesn't know anything and then just now lowballs the hell out of them and negotiates a lower commission because there is no commission, sorry, there is no commission, <laughs> but negotiates it down saying, hey, you're not paying a commission. So your price is set this, why don't we lower the price down to be a quick sale? There's, especially right now, there are, uh, not companies, but there are people out there, and, and it's unfortunate that I think they're taking advantage of 
a lot of maybe most likely seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like that phone scam that was happening before. And now I'm not calling this this company organization a scam, but you know how there was a CRA people that were calling people yes, and mostly so. preying on the elderly. Well, there's companies out there that are sending letters and emails, flyers saying that we will buy your home without realtors, save the commission, save the time. Really? Oh yeah, I and and uh, you know there's a story that happened. Uh, I think it was maybe two weeks ago. Where uh, and it didn't happen to me. I just read about it. Mm-hmm. Where this lady, I think, didn't decide to go with an agent, and went with these people that said they'll buy the homes themselves. Sold the property for a million dollars. Little did she know that these buyers yeah. flipped the property for one point two a week later. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, <laughs> she had hired a proper agent and got a proper appraisal done. Could these buyers have done that? No. But because, you know, maybe she had a bad experience or thought she was saving time and commission, mm-hmm. she ended up losing 200000 just because, you know, uh, she wanted to go that route. It's a lot right? of money. It's a lot yeah. of money. So you got to be careful of the, these professionals out there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, realtors have access to a large network. We have our MLS system. Mm-hmm. Now, as a for sale by owner, like I said, you might have that yellow sign you put out there. Right, or, or, or that, you know, go to the dollar store, get that for sale by owner sign, or for sale sign. That's what I saw on my way here, remember? Well, yeah, we didn't take a picture, but what did we see, though? We saw that sign, and it was actually listed. That's but right. But the person still had that sign up there. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking maybe that person might have just got harassed so many times that they're finally like, you know what, maybe I'll just go with the realtor. Maybe that's what it, I was it, thinking. It could have. Right? It definitely could have. That's what right? I was thinking. But so, um, <laughs> you have that sign up front. Yeah. Now, let's say you're in a very heavy traffic location. You know, you might get, I don't know, maybe 100 cars drive by in a day. Out of those 100 cars, hopefully one is a serious buyer. Yeah. So you have one potential buyer that came and saw it. Realtors have the MLS system, which gives us the opportunity to advertise your home, not only to potential buyers, to other agents who have potential buyers. Right mm-hmm. through the MLS system, we get on Zillow, we get on Realtor.ca, we get on REW, we get on all these things here. And if REW wants to, you know, uh, give me uh, special pricing because I just shouted them out, go ahead, I'm, I'm good with it too. <laughs> but no, no, I'm joking. Right? Um, but th- there are other um, uh, mediums that the realtor has access to through the MLS system. So it creates, you know, where, where the drive-by traffic maybe a hundred. Well. By realtor posting it up using uh, uh, all their networking and sourcing, it might be a thousand a day, mm-hmm. right? And we also rely, us <clears throat> me being a realtor, I don't rely on getting a direct buyer. I rely on the professionalism of other buyer agents that they've done their due diligence, they've checked on their client, made sure that they're pre-approved, right? Because we don't want time wasters, which leads me right to the next point, right? Which is Super weeding cool. out. <laughs> unqualified buyers perfect right and that's point five realtors will help um discussing with potential realtors or potential buyers about their qualification of buying the home are they just looky lose you know you know are they just you know uh, mike and jane from down the street they had nothing to do on sunday how and, many times does that happen and, though? that happens well, all yeah, the time happens, all, happens i remember a lot. that one yeah. showing somebody just walked up in there and there's like oh just the neighbors you guys yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. it, it does it happens i happen quite often yeah, you, you'll have funny. you know uh, mike and john uh Suki and parm you know <laughs> or you know or, or dave down the street saying hey i just want to take a look maybe yeah. they want to put their home on sale and they want to check out the competition yeah. Right. You might want to buy it. And yeah. and you have um, uh, some buyers sometimes that are not even qualified 
they don't get their mortgage done yet and then you know they tie up your property right um, now one of the reasons having an agent is we try to eliminate as much as possible there is no hundred percent here right but we try to eliminate the unqualified buyers uh, that too by having strong relationships you know I would always say hire an agent that has good relationships in the community as well as good relationships with other realtors That's right right uh, you don't want and I'm gonna say this straight up honest you don't want to prick as, a, as your agent right because other agents might not want to deal with them yeah right because um, there's an average agent and then there's superstar agents right and a lot of these superstar agents have good re reputations right mm -hmm. they may be a shark to deal with but it doesn't mean that they're bad doesn't mean that they don't get along with people they just a shark to deal with, which is fine, mm -hmm. right? So having an agent w with a good reputation, dealing with other buyer's agents, hopefully their agent um, pre-qualified them to this stage that we can show your property. And you know what? A lot of, uh, like ourselves, Rick, we're not going to just go around taking buyers left, right, and center, right? We're going to try to pre-qualify themselves because this is what we do full-time. We don't have something else to do, mm -hmm. so we don't want to waste our time either. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So having a realtor who has a good reputation with other realtors will eliminate a lot of the time wasters, right? Yeah, time is um, the most valuable asset. So. <laughs> um, another reason to hire an agent is, like I said, majority of agents, this is all we do. <clears throat> Now, this point might seem a little bit weird considering if um, the homeowner is, let's say, a car salesman or in sales himself. Mm -hmm. um, but realtors have the sales negotiation ability, right? Now, not to say that, you know, if you're a car salesman or you're in some kind of pharmaceutical sales or whatever, not to say that you don't, but it is a different type of sale, right? I mean, forget about all the other facts I just talked about before about the emotional aspect and everything. Right. It's a different type of buyer psychology. You know, when I'm going to buy a car, I'm not going to sleep in it. Right. So, you know, it's more of a luxury item. Now, also, I can buy a luxury home, but it's still, you know, an emotional decision because this is where I'm going to sleep at night. You know, when I'm going to have my dreams of uh, how I'm going to be successful in the future, this is the home I'm going to have it at. I'm not going to sleep in my car to have those dreams. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm going to have it in the home. Right. Yeah. So it sometimes takes a different style of negotiation. Right. In a skills matrix to sell real estate. Of course. Right. Yeah. Makes um, sense. You know, I've seen I've seen uh, uh, car salesmen um, get into the real estate market and just flop. Then again, I've seen some that flourish. Mm -hmm. Right. So, it, you know, it, it, there's different dynamics that you're really going to want to utilize in your um, salesman. Right. Um, another point here, point seven, is the realtor you hire will ignore the flaws, right? Oh, sorry, won't ignore the flaws. Oh, sorry, okay. that's what I meant yep. to say. Won't ignore the flaws. Now, what that means, Rick, is when we go into our own homes, we're so used to something, of right? Course. And the, the, the easiest way to actually, <clears throat> the easiest way to say it, Rick, is I lived in Richmond for numerous, uh, numerous of years, yeah. and um, I lived right over the flight path. Right, so I got used to it. I didn't even hear it anymore. Now when I go back there, I hear it all the time. But I got used to it, so I ignored the flaw. Yeah, yeah. Now being a homeowner that lives in this home, there might be a patch somewhere. There might be a mold patch. There might be a creaky floor. <clears throat> I went to the other listing a little while ago and I walked in the kitchen. While walking in the kitchen, I felt you know a, a decline, and I went to the owner. I'm like, well, see, do you feel this here? And he's like, no, I don't feel it. I'm like, you don't feel that at all. Like, I mean. 
I even told him, I like, watch, I had a ball, I found a tennis ball, and I put it on the ground, and I saw the thing roll. Rolling on something. And he's like, I've never noticed that. I'm like, well, see, here's the difference. We will go and inspect the property. We will go and tell you, well, here, this is, well, they should at least. This is what I do. When I'm, when I'm in a home, and I'm going to be listing the home for the first time, I tell my clients, I'm coming in there as a buyer's agent would be, or as a buyer would be. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pick out the flaws before the buyer can, right? Yeah. So then I can figure out what we can do. Right. That's why we have our walkthrough evaluation. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, we'll say, OK, well, there's a, um, a, le- a leaky floor, um, leaky uh, sink here. The um, floor is really creaky here. Your paint's damaged there. Um, that cupboard is almost falling off. It, it can be very small. It can be very minor. Yeah. The bathroom fan. Right, could be really, really noisy. <laughs> noisy. Right. But you've been living there 10 years. So it, it just you drew it out. But as the first thing I come in, I'm just like, what the hell is a damn noise? (laughs) Right? Um, So, or even just plain old dust. Right? Yeah. You know, it's accumulated over time and you just, eh, that was a big deal. But (laughs) to a buyer, it's it's huge. So, uh, a buyer's agent for their walkthrough evaluation, um, more often than not, will not ignore the flaws. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you as a seller can take that criticism or the uh, opinion in a positive manner. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> right? right? Some can, some can. Um, now, the legal risks, right? Oh, yeah. Huge. Now, not having a realtor to sell the property because you wanted to save commission or you had a bad experience does not excuse you from not disclosing items in your home properly. Right. If you don't disclose to the buyer, which is off, which is something you should have known, mm-hmm. or you lied, or manipulated, or you did, you even accidentally, and this is a pure accident. It was an honest, honest mistake. You might have thought one thing was one way, but you advertised it as another, and you really genuinely believed it, so you never checked it up on it, right? And you told them everything's fine, and it turns out it wasn't. Now, the best example I can give to that is probably let's just say a grow-up property. Yeah. Okay. Now you fully believe that your property was not a grow up property you actually bought it through an agent you know five years back um and the sale went through normally and you now go to sell your property mm-hmm. and you genuinely believe your home was never a grow up and this has happened this has actually happened numerous of times yeah Right now, the agent that you used to buy the property at that time, I don't know if they did their due diligence property or the seller did. I, I don't know. I can't speak on that. But the fact remains is that you honestly believe that your home was not a grow up or is not a grow up. You go to sell the property. The buyer or his agent or someone did their due diligence, found out found out it was a grow up property. Right. But you put everywhere in the disclosures, everywhere saying it's not a grow up. I'm fully liable, blah, blah, blah. Now, guess what? They removed subjects. They did this. They can't find another property. You said it wasn't grow up. Turned out it was a grow up. Who is now legally responsible? Yeah, what, who's liable for that? Then? Well, the seller. Seller, right? Yeah. Right? The seller kept on saying that it is not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Basically, signed in blood saying it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Right? But, you know, the biggest, they honestly thought that from the past history, from when they bought it, it wasn't. But it turns out it was. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, that that plays a big role. So regardless if you know you're in court one day and uh, the judge is asking you, well, why didn't you hire an agent? And you genuinely said, well, I was trying to save money, or I don't like agents. I thought I can do it myself. I'm experienced in sales. You know, regardless of whatever your reason is, does not escape your liability or your your um, your responsibility mm-hmm. to that sale, right? Um, now 
I, I say this all the time, Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny that I, I'm saying this as a realtor. Yeah. But do you um, do you need a realtor to sell your property? You don't. You don't. You hundred percent do not need a realtor to sell your property. I know my fellow realtors out there might be saying, <laughs> "What the hell, Jeff? Shut the hell up! What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> right? Yeah. But keep listening. Keep listening. <laughs> Right? Do you need a realtor to sell your property? You don't. But now let me put this on you here. Your car breaks down, Rick. Yeah. Right? And you don't know what the hell is happening. Do you need a car mechanic? No, you technically don't need a car mechanic. You can go on Google and find out what the hell is going on yeah, yeah. and try to fix it yourself. Mm-hmm. In doing so, you actually screw it up even further and now damage the damn thing. Yeah, that's true. Right? So should you have got a car mechanic? Yeah. Most right? cases, Did yeah. you need one? No. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, let's say you're sick. Mm-hmm. And instead of going to the doctors, I know COVID time right now, so I just, just I'm not talking about the actual COVID time. I'm talking a general thing here, people, right? But let's say you're sick and you don't want to seek any kind of medical advice, whatever. But what do you do? You go on WebMD mm-hmm. and you put in your symptoms. You do this and then you start self-diagnosing yourself and you start self-medicating. It's the worst. Well, I'm not going to say what could happen. We all think, I think we're all on that same page here. Mm-hmm. It's not a smart, mm-hmm. smart decision. Mm-hmm. Did you need to go to the doctors? Probably not. Should you have? I think we're getting a theme here, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, let's talk about lawyers here. You committed a crime or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, you have the right to defend yourself. Should you? Probably not, mm-hmm. right? Do you need to have a lawyer? Probably don't need one. Should you have one? Yeah, mm-hmm. because you can go to defend yourself end up screwing something up and now you get hit with a stupid fine jail time i don't know because of whatever reason you decided not to use a lawyer right now let me go back here mm-hmm. do you need a realtor to sell your property no but for all the reasons i just said above you know legal ramifications showing time scheduling all these things right should you have a realtor damn right you should Mm-hmm. Right, it's a, it's not it's you're not selling sneakers, you're not selling cars. It's it's you know you don't hundred percent need one, right? Uh, should you have one hundred percent? You should, right? They're there to protect you, right? Of now you can work out the fees and all the commissions if that's what you really after with every other agent out there. Yeah. But you still should have representation. You're not doing something. You're not trading baseball cards here. Speaking of cards, Ricky, you still have my hockey cards. <laughs> yeah, I have them in the view class. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah so you're not trading cards here. You're, you know, you're you're not going on vacation here or looking at hotel packages or all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Most likely, it's hundreds of thousands, if not millions, right? Especially in the you know, <laughs> you know, it, well, yeah. I mean, you, what you might say, fifteen, twenty thousand, whatever it is, but the legal ramifications of it by not having it could far outweigh reasons why not. Right. Um, I mean, it's 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 a tall task to sell your home yourself. It's not as easy as you may think of putting a sign up front. Um, A lot of newbie realtors enter the real estate industry because of that reason, Mm -hmm. right? They think it's an easy, easy thing, and um, uh, we can just put a for sale sign up front and it'll sell itself. But when they get into the points that we just talked about, you know. More than half of them actually fall out the industry in the first year. Yeah, yeah. Right? right. Or they might only sell maybe one or two homes a year. That's it. That's it. Right? Yeah. Now, for sale by owner, you know, you're taking on a, a lot of responsibility, a lot of stress. Um, there, there's, there's a lot of things that come in the sale of your home. Mm-hmm. So I guess here what we should you know say is, can you sell your home by yourself? Of course you can. If someone says you can't, you know, time to watch this video. Right? <laughs> That's right. You can. You can sell the home yourself. Should you? Probably not. 
right? You should have someone <laughs> professional handling it. It's a lot of money. Yeah, why take a risk? Right, it, 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 it's, it's a lot of money here, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's not like selling your car by itself on Craigslist or something, which is sometimes can actually be dangerous too. You don't know <laughs> who the buyer is. You don't know any of this. You know, forget, let's talk about that for a yeah. quick second. You know, the, the, the buyer's agent has a record of who's coming, everybody coming, all that kind of stuff. You, as for selling a home by yourself, might not have all that capability, mm-hmm. right? So, and be careful about that. Of so, um, <laughs> you know, t- to wrap it up, like I said, I think the best thing I can say to wrap this thing up here is, you know, do you, do you sometimes you you feel that you don't need an agent, right, to sell the home by yourself that you can do yourself because you feel you can do a better job, and you may. Yeah. There, there are all, there's some people that actually can. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but a really really funny anecdote here is I believe, and I'm not going to 100% say this story is true, but I think it is true. There was the owner of for sale, uh, yousellhome.com. Uh, very, very prominent uh, for sale by owner company was selling his New York penthouse and using his own platform, you sell home.com, right? Couldn't sell it himself and end up hiring a realtor. So this is the owner who made the whole thing. Couldn't end up doing it. There was a stat as well that for sale by owners generally get less money for their home. Well, yeah, it, it can I happen. Sorry, yeah. I don't have that stat. No, no, no. Yeah, no well, you know, we're not all about stats here yeah. and everything, too, yeah. right? We're more about the raw truth, right? <laughs> That's true. But, you know, typically, yeah, it could. Like I said, it comes down to shark buyers. Mm-hmm. And shark, you know, a buyer's agent can come and say, well, you know what? Uh, your home is valued at this. I'll take my commission out here. I'll do this. I'll do that. And, you know, you can end up getting less. Or what happened to that lady who uh, went with the company himself? themselves and sold it for a million thought she got a great deal and the other company went and sold it or flipped it how we talked about yeah, the last video flipping yeah flipped it for two hundred thousand more right so um you know, like i said to, to end it off you know i would recommend highly 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 recommend to call me actually no right to to hire hire an agent have a professional right yeah. to assist you with that excellent Perfect. I know this uh, episode is a little longer than normal, but there's a it? lot. There's a, we're almost at an hour almost. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, for real. But that's actually <laughs> good because, you know, this could have went on way longer because there's so much with this. You know, we tried to just conclude down the major points. An hour? An hour. An hour. We oh. could have went longer, but, you know, what can you do? And then uh, we're running. I know you're running late as well. Yeah, the, the wife <laughs> kept on calling me. And so I'm going to just blame you. No worries. I always get blamed anyway. And don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, guys. Uh, we have been giving JC Holmes hoodies away to a few lucky uh, listeners <laughs> to the YouTube channel in our comment section. Do all that fun stuff. Don't forget to give us a call if you're thinking about moving around in British Columbia, especially the lower mainland, Surrey, BC, Burnaby, Langley. And you know what? If, if you just have everywhere. questions, we love answering questions, um, whether in the comment field. Um, or even just calling myself, calling Ricky up. Um, Ricky will direct them to me, right? And, and we'll make sure that we have those questions answered. So That's we right. love hearing comments and, and questions. That's the most important thing is the comments, guys. So make sure you guys give us your comments and uh, any oh, questions. Oh, you know what? Sorry, sorry, Rick. Yeah. I'm going to say this. You know what? Um, <laughs> try to be positive comments, people, oh. here. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, there, there are channels. There are always all those odd people out there that have nothing better to do on a Friday night, then do you create a fake? Uh, and uh, <laughs> if you don't know who I'm talking to, then whatever, right? But you know, create their own, you know, YouTube account just to make a negative comment. 
Yeah. Right? It's, it's you know, I appreciate it because you're helping the, the analytics out more. But, you know, get a life, people. Right? <laughs> We're not here to try to oversell anything else. We're here to actually educate and have fun doing it. That's right. And if your fun is being a troll, you know, at one in the morning, hats off to you. <laughs> at least they watched the whole video. <laughs> right? So, I mean, uh, one positive out of that. Uh, thanks to whoever the person was. But, um, yeah, we're going to end off on that. And there's also a bonus episode uh, I shot solo because Jeff was busy that day. And I went to uh, a park in the Lower Mainland, one of my favorite parks, one of those hidden gems of Vancouver. We'll be dropping that video soon this week as well with this one. And stay tuned. Don't forget, like, comment, subscribe, guys, all that fun stuff. We'll be back with another episode next week of the British Columbia Real Estate Podcast. See you later, guys, on the next one.